please be aware that this is for professional investors only. Good morning. It's Wednesday, the 9th of December 2020, and it's time for your morning espresso. As ever, if you're watching live, you can select the simultaneous translations by clicking on the button below. You also have a Q&A button, or you always have the option of sending emails to nordiafunds at nordia.com. So this morning, we are joined by Michaela Zirova, who is our head of ESG products and research. Good morning, Michaela. Good morning, Paul. Hi, hi, how are you? Not too bad, thank you. Good, how are you? Good. Yeah, all good, thank you, all good. Looking forward to Christmas, I think. <laughs> so we have recently uh, just launched uh, a new strategy. Um, our global social empowerment strategy. And that strategy will be focusing very much on the S in ESG. So my first question to you was, I was just wondering why is it that we're seeing this rise in importance of the S in ESG in recent years? You know, I actually don't have a clear answer to that. And there are two <laughs> theories uh, oh. about it. Uh, so there are two possibilities. One I like more than the other. One could be that people feel that the environmental stuff is overdone and the S is having a little bit of a fashionable moment. But I actually think there is more to the story there. I think that as we have become clearer on what the environmental challenges are, and as we have become clear on what we actually need to do to meet them, we've started also asking very deep questions about the part of our society, of our economics that is uh, that runs on people. And we are also, uh, as we are starting to get practical about surmounting our environmental challenges, we probably, any length of analysis will discover that these stem by decisions people make and by how we treat people. So mm. if we want to change our environment, we also need to change our behavior and we need to treat uh, the most vulnerable groups better and we need to create more justice in society as a whole and we need to have business models that uh, help to push society in a more just, in a more equitable direction. Uh, and this is a very important aspect of uh, the whole ESG, if you like, spectrum. You cannot solve only the E or the G. You have to work across the board. Exactly. And, and that's, a, that's a good point. I mean, so, so what kind of issues, like concretely, are you addressing if, you, if you're trying to tackle the S? Well, again, there are some, if you like, old school ways of addressing the S. We've been talking, for example, about supply chains for a very long time. We've been talking about living wage for a very long time. But what we're trying to do in this strategy is maybe to have a little bit more of a holistic view. A more, again, we are again applying the solution-oriented approach from, for climate and environment to the social impact. So again, we are looking for what specific thing is this company doing to create a more equitable society and are they able to make it profitable? 
this is uh, this is uh, our approach as ever money and morals in one place we want to know does your business model can contribute to more justice to more equality and are you able to well are you able to create a business out of that so it's actually quite interesting if you look at the sectors that in the strategies in the names uh, at the names we've got technology we've got education we've got financials uh, and the effects that we are looking for are, are you trying to reach an underserved group, somebody who hasn't had an access to a service before? Are you trying to do things in a more equitable way? This again has a massive access component. You can say people, uh, uh, for example, one of my favorite examples there is Kahoot, which is uh, an online uh, educational platform. And it has become clear in the COVID crisis that getting people who don't have access to a classroom access to some learning tool is an incredibly important service so uh, this is a very important train of thinking if you have a group of people or a situation that preclude you from uh, uh, getting to an opportunity from getting to a basic service um, the companies that spring into that empty space and provide that service and provide access to that opportunity, the, these are uh, the businesses we're looking at. So, so you'll be the ESG analyst um, on this new strategy, the Global Social Empowerment Strategy, and you'll be working with Thomas and Oliteo to, to, to put together you know, the portfolio and stuff. So I was just wondering, you know, what areas of the S do you plan to engage on first? You know, what, what's your priority in that respect? Oh yeah, that is an excellent question because uh, it's a fantastic, uh, ah, my arm disappeared, damn it. Uh, because it's a fantastically interesting roster of companies and some very, very interesting names, also a little bit more exposure to emerging markets than perhaps we have in climate and environment. Uh, some of the companies we already engage on, so we have uh, ongoing engagements with and Bank Rakyat, uh, I don't need to introduce them, but Bank Rakyat is such an interesting case. This is an Indonesian um, bank with a very strong presence in microfinancing. And it's basically the whole business model is oriented towards creating uh, uh, more participation and more economic growth for, for the Indonesian people. Super interesting. Mm -hmm. And uh, their policies and their approach to how they want uh, to develop uh, the wider economy of the country. This is something that we are really looking forward to addressing potentially with the help of the active ownership team. Other good names, other good opportunities for uh, exciting dialogue. Um, I'm really uh, looking forward to in just talking at the uh, looking at uh, the top 10 holdings. Uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, speaking to some of the real estate names. There are a lot of exciting things happening in the real estate uh, sector. You have uh, the angle of affordable housing, you have green buildings, you have uh, um, the whole social aspect of it in the sense of who is the best owner of social housing, is it the private sector is our, uh, or is it the municipalities or other ways for the two to collaborate uh, in and, and do better than they would have done on their own. Uh, there are, uh, we have a fantastic engagement ongoing with Republic Services, uh, so far focusing on the E, but this is a, a company that also has very interesting things to say on the S, which is how mm -hmm. to increase the recycling rate, how to improve uh, the way cities are run and the way uh, um, people approach uh, the whole value chain of, well, 
of their rubbish, but it's still very interesting because uh, uh, this is a problem that we need to solve and cities have a big part to play uh, in it. And there yeah. is also the angle of access to this very essential service. Uh, and finally, one name, uh, which is for me uh, uh, as uh, an ESG professional, really looking forward to, to having a chat with them, PayPal Holdings. Uh, ah. Extremely, extremely interesting uh, company that has already revolutionized the payment space once. It has already had massive social impacts. And if you look at also in the uh, socially oriented business models coming out of the Silicon Valley, those guys are use easily the most benevolent one. So they're the ones where we can say, okay, this is a net positive. Uh, the, the side effects are relatively, uh, relatively uh, contained compared to something like Uber, Uber for example. Mm -hmm. So this is a, a setup that I'm extremely interested in analyzing deeper and also in uh, uh, having uh, a, an in-depth conversation with the company. One more important aspect, uh, many of the big tech companies and PayPal is no exception. They are very strongly mission-driven. So mm -hmm. they have their own view of uh, how they're trying to change the world. And they definitely have the power to make that into a reality, into a very large extent. So how their view and our view would have the potential to come together, that could be something really, really interesting to get stuck into. Michaela, it sounds like you've got a very busy 2021 ahead of you. Uh, but I can feel the that's, energy coming off of you. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, but it's it's a great opportunity because it's actually the first time that we are having a clear, a pure play social product in the Nordea Sustainable Selection Funds. So this is allowing us to explore aspects of uh, the social pillar that we haven't necessarily touched on before. And yeah. every time where you push into a new field, uh, there is that sense of, hey, this is exciting, this is new, and this is important, and we haven't done it before, and it's going to be really, really interesting. Right, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you to come back on in about six months' time, and we'll see where you're at with uh, all of these new engagements. But uh, for the time <laughs> the, being... The honeymoon I'm... period should be well and truly over <laughs> yeah. by then. So, yeah. Yes, <laughs> quite right. Ask me again in six months how we're doing. <laughs> So uh, thank you very much, Michaela, for that. That was uh, that was great. And now we're going to move on to the main section. And I'm pleased to announce that this morning I am joined by our star portfolio manager, Thomas Sorensen. Good morning, Thomas. Good morning, Paul. And thanks for the intro. <laughs> That's OK, of course. Um, and thank you for being here. And congratulations, of course, on your new family member. Yeah, that's great, Paul. We are excited as well, you know. But uh, but listen, I mean, uh, uh, we are not naive as parents. Uh, we know that uh, that uh, that that all all kids, you know, are are not equal. Um, but uh, but we have tried it before, Paul, uh, with our <laughs> with our climate and environment baby, um, and uh, we know what works and what doesn't work. So that gives us a lot of comfort, really. Yeah, this 12-year gap is quite a lot between one and the other. But, exactly. Uh... <laughs> we'll, we'll try to manage anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, you know, a lot of our audience will know you from our global climate and environment strategy. Um, but, of course, you're heavily involved now as one of the co-portfolio managers of the new global social empowerment strategy as well. So, um, my first question was really, you know, we, we've talked a bit about uh, with with Michaela about the fact that you know the focus is very much on the S uh, in ESG 
Yeah, yes. uh, the, the question really is, you know, have we sort of ignored or forgotten social inequality in recent years where the focus has been perhaps more on the E and the G? Yeah, before I, I, I address that, Paul, I think it's important for the audience also to know what do we actually want to achieve with this new strategy. Um, we have three goals with this strategy. Uh, the goal number one is that we want to create attractive returns. We want to beat the general market over time. That's the license to operate, uh, uh, you can say basically. Yeah? Um, mm -hmm. Then we want to move the world in the right direction. And that's why we focus on social solution providers, allocating capital to these companies. Uh, and we shouldn't underestimate the power of capital allocation, Paul, that we have seen on the climate and environment side that we will see here as well. Then the goal number three is that we uh, that we want to be an active owner, um, and that goes across, as you know, on 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 a lot of the Nordea uh, you know suite of products. That is also a kind of integrated part of what we do here. So these three goals we want to pursue, and they can all be achieved at the same time. That's very very important to stress. Yeah. And so, then, uh, and then on the on the on the S part, the, yes, we have forgotten the S part. Uh, I think we have a slide here uh, showing that. Um, that over the recent years, we have seen a lot of interest in the in the E part. And now the time has really come to focus on the S. Um, mm. We are seeing, uh, we are seeing, you know, um, actually emerging um, emerging interests, uh, I must say, uh, and, 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 and that we are, of course, I mean, excited about. Uh, so, so, so time has come now to focus on this. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, that nice little segue to my next question, actually, because uh, it's, the it's the timing question, uh, which is the obvious one, you know, why are we launching the strategy now? And, uh, and I guess linked to that is, you know, this COVID-19 pandemic that we've had uh, across the globe in this year, has that accelerated uh, the decision making in terms of, you know, all of the social issues that we're seeing? I think the pandemic has, uh, has magnified the social issues out there. That have been apparent, uh, you know, uh, for a long time, mm. uh, but uh, but the pandemic has really magnified it. Uh, uh, we are seeing the issues, you know, everywhere we look. Uh, so so I mean, the time was right now, Paul. Uh, uh, the time mm. was right. Mm. Yeah. So um, Generation Z, we've got some research work here that shows that uh, Generation Z are very uh, focused in in terms of well health healthcare but also social injustice and i just wondered if you could just talk us through this little bit of research that we've got and then we have a yeah. slide yeah that is um that is just one one uh, one element out there because in in recent years you know as you know we have seen these big movements uh, around the world uh, you know uh, on the black Lives matters on on on, on the on the me too movements uh, and now also the the kind of younger generation they uh, they seem to uh, to care about these issues uh, so again highlighting that that now is the time is right uh, the time is right we need to we need to try to combat these social issues uh, and uh, and that can be done okay so so perhaps uh, it'd be a good time now for you to give us a bit of an introduction and a few words about the investment universe uh, for the strategy um, and also, you know, the solutions in that S space, um, yes. you know, obviously that's the main, the main goal, the main target. So yes. yeah, maybe, maybe you, I, I know you have a slide on this one. 
Yeah, let's look at the, uh, at the opportunity set here, um, what we want to address. So we have the, uh, this, the, the kind of uh, the UN uh, Sustainable Development Goals, the 17 goals. Uh, many of these goals are actually linked to, 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 uh, to, to all, this, all the uh, all the social aspects that we are now talking about today. Um, there is a, an investment need of five to seven trillion US dollars. Only half is being spent now. This is the gap. That's, uh, that's creating the opportunities for companies with solutions here. Uh, uh, this is the opportunity that we want to, to address with, uh, with the fund. Yeah. And then if we dig a little bit into the, how, we, how we come about it, then I have a slide on the, on, the, on the universe and how we want to achieve it. So we have defined uh, our, our universe in, 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 in uh, you can say, three overall themes, vital mm -hmm. needs, inclusion and empowerment, and then a kind of range of underlying strategies to be more, more precise. Mm -hmm. uh, this is uh, how we have defined it. This is the areas that we target uh, with our strategy here. Yep. Um, it's uh, it's a broad-based uh, kind of universe. We already have identified uh, uh, a thousand or more companies. There are kind of more stable elements in here, but there's also more economic sensitive elements. So here we are with this universe, we're able to create that robust portfolio. And this is really the prerequisite for us doing this, that we need to be able to do, that we can do here uh, via, via, the, via the definition you see here on the screen. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I'm excited about this actually. And I can see below, you know, the the UN SDGs there. If we just quickly go back to that slide, you can see at the bottom how diverse and how, to your point earlier, you know, how many of these UN SDGs are actually are related and linked to the S in the ESG. Yes, um, we are we are addressing many of the SDGs mm. here uh, yeah. in the in the in the strategy, and that's also needed to bring the world in the right direction. Mm. Uh, but we. We also need to remember that we need to make money at the same time, and 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 I mean these these dual goals that I that I mentioned in the beginning, they they can be achieved, Paul. Yeah. Um, and I have a kind of number of examples that should highlight that in a minute. Um, well, should we go to that now then? Because you know the best way to understand how the portfolio is going to be constructed, I guess, is to look at the kind of company names that you'll be looking at, and perhaps also you could give us a few words on how it is that these companies are, are providing a positive social uh, solution. Yes. Yeah. Let's let's take the first one. Um, it's uh, it's a U.S. company. It's called uh, Simply Good Foods. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's doing healthy snacking uh, the, in the U.S. and you know everywhere else in the in the world. Actually, uh, uh, obesity is uh, in, I mean increasing problem uh, uh, with many rattle effects uh, on the negative side. Uh, the company here is providing a healthy alternative. Uh, 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 if you take, you know, the U.S. population, 90% um, uh, is, is is eating snacks, but only 50% uh, is is actually is actually choosing the healthy alternative. We shouldn't underestimate the uh, the kind of movement on the consumer side here. Uh, it's a growing category, and, and the company uh, uh, is is actually taking share. So so it's growing uh, uh, five plus percent on the top line. Uh, it's it's an attractive investment case in our eyes. Uh, it's an attractive kind of actually risk reward. Uh, for the portfolio uh, uh, and clear positive impacts for society as well. Uh, mm. Again, we need to combine these two, making money and creating positive impact. That can be done in a company like this. Yeah. Good. And then 
The next example is also a US company, uh, it's called Progeny. Uh, they have created this, uh, this platform that can tackle infer infertility. It's a difficult word. Uh, yeah. A lot of parents are experienced that they can't get the kids they want. Uh, uh, it's a big social issue. Uh, and they have now uh, actually uh, uh, come up with a nice platform with a huge success rate uh, versus versus the average out there, and also with a re uh, with a reduced cost. Uh, mm -hmm. So this makes clear sense from an from a, a I mean a social point of view, um, and uh, and um, and and this is why we have the company. It's growing rapidly, uh, and it's an attractive investment case actually. Mm -hmm. Good. Should we turn to the next one? The next one right. is addressing uh, um, an, another need out there uh, for affordable housing. This is a German company called called Leck, um, mm -hmm. and uh, it's clear that uh, that affordable housing uh, is is in 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 need everywhere we look. Uh, yeah. This is a German company, as I said, uh, and there's uh, there's shortage of affordable housing. Uh, uh, Leck has 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 a kind of strong offering here. And uh, and again, you know, it makes sense for the for the for the for the um, for the rent payers, um, and it makes sense for uh, for the for the for the society at large. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it's um, it's it's uh, it's a load. It's a it's a it's a company that's making uh, um, um, uh, relatively low returns, uh, but um, but it's also a very stable business, uh, so attractive risk reward, and that's why we like the company. Uh, and uh, and are buying into this into the into the stock. Great. Okay. So I think you've got another couple of examples. Yeah. Yeah. Here we turn to Norway with a company called Kahoot, and yep. Kahoot is um, is engaged in education. They have developed a platform, a kind of learning platform online uh, that's uh, that's engaging and fun uh, and very colorful. It's uh, it's um, they've created this almost an ecosystem of uh, of education, uh, a huge user base that they are now embarking on monetizing. Um, uh, the solution is uh, is is adopted by teachers and also corporates uh, because it makes sense. It makes sense. It enhances the learning, um, and we're already seeing a huge adoption and uh, and the growth here is uh, is, is staggering. Uh, and 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 we believe this is a, a very attractive investment case. Good. What's interesting with all of this is, uh, you know, it's easy to think that social inequality is something that is more prevalent in, you know, emerging markets and not necessarily in the developed world. But actually, as we go through these, you know, you see that it's it's a global phenomenon. Yes, yeah. yes it is really. And that is also the beauty of this when we uh, when we construct the portfolio afterwards that uh, we are able to 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 kind of uh, to um, to create that uh, that robust and diverse portfolio. Uh, mm. This is the attractiveness, Paul. Mm. Mm. I think you had a couple more before we. Uh... Let's take the next one. That's yeah. uh, that's that's from New Zealand. Uh, it's a company called called uh, Zero. Mm -hmm. uh, they are doing software for uh, for SMEs, um, mm -hmm. accounting, bookkeeping, uh, also cash flow analysis. All these 
um, all these that that also small businesses need to need need to do. Uh, 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 and this this company has created a solution where allowing the company to uh, to uh, to do all the bookkeeping uh, in a, in a, in a in a smooth way, and then. And then they can focus on the on the core business uh, and uh, and uh, and actually drive you know uh, kind of that forward. And 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 you you need to remember that SMEs they are so important, uh, uh, so important employer, um, mm. and uh, and and they can foster you know local employments with all the positive rattle effects out there. So for the for the SME it makes economic sense to invest in a in a in a solution from uh, from zero and 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 huge huge I mean effect on uh, on the societies because it it creates that employment you know actually locally uh, with all the positive rental effects that's needed you know to bring the world forward. Yeah. Great. And then the last the, one. Uh, yeah. Then we turn yeah. to emerging market. Um, yes. <laughs> and, and this is Bank Rakyat. Uh, they are the leader in microfinance. And if you look at Indonesia, um, uh, it's a poor population. Um, and, uh, and many in Indonesia don't even have access to a bank account. Uh, Bank Rakyat, uh, uh, the company is providing uh, small loans uh, so families can set up their, 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 their own small businesses and supporting the whole family uh, so the kids can come to school. And you can already see all the positive rattle effects here. Um, uh, if you take the microfinancing, uh, they, they provide that at a reasonable rate. Uh, and they can do that because the, the, the kind of loss ratios, the NPL ratios are actually very small uh, versus traditional lending. Uh, so, so it's good for, for the companies, good for investors, uh, uh, but it's also good for the society at large. Again, you know, these things can be combined here. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was the examples I had, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and we have a portfolio of 50 stocks, you know, so we could go on forever, Paul, but, uh, but, <laughs> but I think you get the idea here. I'm starting to build a picture of what's going on yet, for sure. So thank you for, for taking us through the, those. That's, that's great. Um, the other question I had was relating to the climate and environment strategy that you're well known for. And uh, I was just wondering where you see synergies between that portfolio and this new portfolio. And also, perhaps, you know, where are the differences? Yeah, we um, if we can take the uh, the investment process, that's perhaps easier to go through then, yeah. um, because what we do here is that we um, we uh, we imply the same investment process. Obviously, mm -hmm. the universe is different, but yeah. the investment process is exactly the same. It's a mm -hmm. proven framework that we have developed over the years that we need to apply here as well. We do not need to make the same mistakes as we did in the early years on the climate uh, that, that, that we want to avoid. Uh, so we apply the same investment process. The starting point is our universe that we have touched upon uh, today, uh, Paul. Uh, yeah. Then we do a kind of fundamental and ESD analysis. Uh, again, uh, uh, same toolbox as we use in the climate environment strategy uh, and same team that conducts this. Um, mm -hmm. Then we do a kind of portfolio and risk management. Again, it's the same disciplined risk management process as people know us for in, in, the, in the climate environment strategy, the, the famous you know, triangle. Uh, mm -hmm. And then we do active ownership, uh, also central here. We, we want to push these ESD agendas inside the companies. Uh, so you can say, same team, same process, obviously a different universe. And we have proven from the climate environment that this works. And we are confident that this will also work here. 
what's the what's the investment the size of the investment universe versus say the the global climate yeah, it's uh, it's actually now uh, already uh, of approximately similar size, um, oh. and we expect that to grow over time. Um, yeah. um, we have uh, around thousand companies in the universe already here, uh, mm-hmm. and if you remember in climate, we have uh, 1,400 companies, uh, so so almost at the size of the climate, but. But I envision that this will grow, I mean, steadily over time, as we saw on the climate environment. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so the opportunity set is is broad enough. You know, we are not getting caught in a corner here, uh, and as, and again, you know, very very important. We are able to create a robust portfolio for our clients uh, that can that can achieve you know the three goals that I that I that I mentioned in the beginning: attractive returns, moving the world in the right direction, being an active owner. Yeah. That we can do here as well. Yeah, maybe that's something as well that we could just pick up on because, you know, obviously a lot of these companies are targeting uh, the SDGs, the UN, you know, 2030 goals that that have been set out Um, and integrating ESG is very much a part of what Nordia does and what you do. Um, You know, you'll be discussing discussing these social um, issues with the various companies uh, and that will be part of the process that you're involved in. I just wonder what you know, what do you think your competitive edge is um, in this space? Yeah, I could mention obviously that, um, that as I said, you know, uh, a large fundamental equity team where sustainability is just everything we do. I yeah. could mention our responsible investment team, uh, uh, our in-house team here, uh, 18 people now. Um, I could mention it's a, it's a, it's a robust framework that we follow, uh, same and proven as we have done in the climate environment. But I also think, Paul, it's uh, it's important to stress that 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 we are believers here. We believe we can move the world forward, um, and that is so 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 vital. Uh, mm. um, I think that uh, that uh, that Steve Jobs from Apple once said, you know, it's. Uh, it's the it's the people crazy enough uh, to think that they can change the world that's actually changing the world we want to be those crazy people paul uh, but this is not a crazy proposition that we have to, to invest us uh, we can actually move the world forward and then creating attractive returns for them at the mm. same time this is the proposition there's nothing crazy about this mm. uh, it should resonate well to everybody out there yeah, Don't absolutely. underestimate again the power of capital allocation. We have seen it working on the climate environment side. This will work here as well. Yeah, you're absolutely right. As investors, we make decisions that influence the world, actually. Um, and by picking companies that are trying to solve these issues, we are moving the world uh, in a certain direction. Giving, by not them, select them. giving them a yeah. sound financial backdrop, you know, that is so vital that so they can innovate and bring these solutions to the market. Uh, so, 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 so vital. And again, you know, we have seen it happening on the climate environment side. This will happen here as well. Normally I would do a summary slide, but I think that's a, that's a great way to finish. So I'm just gonna skip that for, on this occasion. Um, thank you very much, Thomas. You were, you were one of the first guests, uh, or the first guest actually on, on the Morning Expresso. You're the last guest uh, at the end of the year. So it's been a Thomas sandwich this year. Yeah, we had uh, to launch a new strategy in order to get airtime with you. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I can't promise you uh, you that for next year, Paul. But I hope you will invite me again. 
I, I'm definitely will. I definitely will. And in six months, we'll see uh, see where you're at and, and how things are going. And, Let's and do that. Yeah. Let's do that. And then I'll bring my uh, my co-portfolio manager, Olotaro, uh, yep. uh, so you can you can see him as well. Brilliant. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Thank you as well, Thomas. And, Thank you. Uh, yeah, speak Take to you soon. Take care and, and have a nice Christmas. So with that, um, our last session is next Wednesday. That's the 16th of December. And for that session, I'm going to be joined by Carlo Fazzanotti. And what we'll be doing is a review of 2020. So picking out the highlights um, and the major themes uh, that have emerged in our industry this year. In the meantime, don't forget to visit our Stay Alert microsite. You'll find that at nordia.lu. And there you will find all the previous uh, interviews that we've done. You will find podcasts and also Q&As. And if you haven't already visited our new website, then take a few minutes and go there now. It's very easy to find. Uh, you go to www.nordiaassetmanagement.com. Com. That's Nordea Asset Management, all written together, .com. That's it for today. I'll see you for our final edition next Wednesday.